Welcome everyone to this episode of the Skyrim here at Homie in the Dude. I'm your unexceptional Dungeon Master and we're joined by our exceptional cast of players today. Um, quick couple of shout outs, shout out to Becky and Ben, the editing team, shout out to Alex, Josh and Victor, the art team, and also shout out to our official sponsor of our stream, Underground Oracle Publishing. Um, they allow us to use some of their content in the stream here. Uh, for example, Toad, Blake's character, um, is one of their awakened familiars, um, and he uses a bunch of their spells as well. So if you enjoy seeing what Blake's doing uh, and the character that he's playing, then go check out Underground Oracle Publishing. But last time, our players arrived at the People's Republic, and after a, um, a very, uh, you know, strenuous arrival where they, you know, arrived at a city a dock that was super busy with lots of lots of people and interacting with a, a couple of strangers that are roaming around on the dock. They finally began making their way into the city. Um, after actually splitting up, half of the party, Arnar and Toad, went to go to their, uh, their place of residence here in the People's Republic, the big city. Um, and the other half of the group went to go take Evis to the Camille Medical Center in Uptown uh, to hopefully uh, heal Evis after their uh, recent injury during the uh, ambush that happened with the uh, Zodiac Freebooters uh, a couple of episodes ago. Um, and once they arrive in the city, um, our players encountered someone shouting for help, which was very odd and very concerning. They went to go find out what was going on. And if you're sitting comfortably, that's where we're going to begin. Suddenly, through, through all this chaos, can hear shouts for help. You suddenly hear, help! Get these guards! Help me! Uh, please, somebody, help! It's a, uh, it's, it's a woman's voice, clearly, from, from, from the tone. It's, it's very, you know, uh, high-pitched, you know, just, just, just shouting desperately for help. That's right. Um, Ron, can you please make a history check for me? Okay. You can do it with advantage as well. That's good, because that's a six. Come on, Ron. Let's do it. Ten. Ten. With a ten, you recognize the voice. But you do not recognize who it belongs to. You do recognize the voice. As it continues, I help these guards uh, get get them off me, and you hear, "Shut it, you!" And uh, that's coming from an alley just over to your right. I, I, I kind of look, and I'm like, "Come on, guys! I think I we're needed." Uh, let's go. Let's. Uh, what, what's what's happening over there? What are I, they doing to her? I have no clue. Let's, let's some guards apparently. Let's go. As you guys round the corner to. Uh, what is a very narrow alley, you can see that there's like houses 
um, either side, like doors, there's like washing lines kind of hung out of like open wooden windows and things like that. And as you come around the corner, you can see two guards um, in the same kind of getup that Gerald had, flat, you know, metal hat, kabuki mask, you know, armor pieces, uh, you know, uh, scimitars at their side. And uh, fighting them, like almost like trying to struggle to get out of their arms is, uh, is this person. Uh, I'm just gonna pull them up. There we go. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> you can see this female elf with like buzzed white hair. Uh, you can see with thick like eyeliner on, lots of piercings and completely covered in tattoos, wearing uh, a leather like crop top, basically. Um, they also have like basically a pair of like tight like booty shorts that have been torn and ripped um, and they're wearing underneath like fishnet leggings basically. Um, around their one knee they have like a uh, this gorgeous green like knee pad with like metal spikes sticking out of it uh, and then they've got huge high big boots that are like leather painted different colors. They have a chain hanging from one side and you can see kind of tied around their uh, tied around their waist uh, is like what looks like as it's kind of dangling like a whip of some sorts. Um, and uh, this, this person's like, ah, stop, come on, man. I like, I didn't mean it, get off me. And the guards are like, stop squirming you. Come on, we're taking you in. As they're kind of like dragging her, uh, you know, along the alley. Let her go. They look up. Just, just let her go. She's a thief. We cannot let her go. That is not how this works. Yeah, but you don't have to. You don't have to pull her like that. Just, just treat her. Just, just be nice to her. You can see the girl goes. I'm not a thief. I didn't steal anything. They're talking shit. It's bullshit imperialism crap. And they're like, shut it, you. We have to re restrain her. Do you not see how much she's fighting us? And uh, and the other one's kind of quiet. Is one of them kind of leads the the conversation with you. Uh, do I recognize her now that I see her? Rom, you recognize her so well. Your mind is transported to a flashback of you in the Arcane Institute. You're sat in what looks like some sort of laboratory. There's like beakers and shit everywhere. Um, you know, there's dissected things on one side. There's some like mechanical pieces that are like being put together on another side. And you can see uh, that there is a uh, a, um, a like mid twenties elven woman with long, beautiful like white hair, uh, pointed ears, um, in like a gorgeous like almost like a, a gown that's also mixed with like a cloak, almost woven into one basically. Um, and you can see that she's soldering something um, up against like a table with some goggles like held up to her face, and you just hear as she's like soldering things. As you walk in, she hears the of your feet. And uh, she turns around and she's like, oh, Rom, hey, how, how are you doing? How are you feeling today? Uh, greetings. Um, you recognize her as Aluma. Greetings, Aluma. You're looking just wonderful today. She kind of smiles and like blushes a little bit. And it's like, thanks. Um, I just got this the other day. It's a, it's really been helping me like channel my 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 energy. You know, after learning those new spells yesterday, it's been really helping me. But 
to yesterday's lesson was pretty insane. Wasn't it? Like, it was crazy. Could you believe what fucking Otto was making us do? I, I know, right? That chicken is crazy. <laughs> Can you believe he became a professor? How does a chicken even become a professor? I don't even understand it. I, that's why I think it makes it even more impressive. Like, yeah, just, just, uh, just ridiculous. And you know what? Like, I really appreciate you saying that because Malcolm was just, you know, he just wasn't super nice about this new outfit that I got, and he, he wasn't, you know, he just said it didn't look as good as as good as I thought. So, it, it, thanks, Malcolm's Malcolm, you know. I really appreciate that. My pleasure. That moment you cut back to reality. Um, just for your knowledge, you know that Malcolm was her boyfriend at the time. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And uh, and um, an older older gentleman. He uh, he was definitely maybe you know somewhere between five and ten years older than than her at the time. You you weren't a hundred percent sure um, of the age gap, but definitely an older gentleman. Um, and as you snap back to reality, you're looking at this girl and she looks exactly like the Luma. Like the eyes are identical. That same green, beautiful emerald eyes. You can also see, you know, the soft features, the, the facial structure, the attitude. Um, you know, it it's all reminds you just of classic Luma. Uh... Rom goes into like complete defense mode, like red eyes, like uh, no like orange or purple. It's just like red. Uh, casts um, entangle on one of the guards and then punches the other one in the face with his big arm. <laughs> Actually, can I cast a uh, green flame blade on my big arm? Read green flame blade, flame blade to me while I describe. The, the setting. So you guys are currently about 10 feet away from them. Um, you can see that there's two guards. Um, you can see that the, the, the space between the two buildings either side is about maybe 10 feet wide. Um, you can see the alley in itself is probably about 60 feet long. Um, so there's not much like side to side room, but it is quite a long alley that they were that they were taking her down. And, uh, and before you cast it, she's like, they're freaking liars, man. I've never done anything. Fuck you guys. And is like just shouting at them like it just and like squirming and trying to pull her arms free. Um, and uh, I, yeah, I shout Aluma. Like, Aluma. Amazing. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, can you please uh, tell me green flame blade? Uh, so you banish the weapon using a spell. Uh, what a little bit. Uh, you brandish the weapon uh, used in the spells casting, make a melee attack against the creature within five foot. On a hit, the target suffers weapon's normal attack. Uh, the green flame leaps from the weapon to the next target within five feet. I think that sounds like it would work to me based on your arm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm game for that to, I'm, I'm totally game for that personally. Uh, cool, so uh, as I like, I mean, mid like lunge, Reshi like spirals uh, around the arm, like really fast creating like a vortex almost uh, on the arm and then stops. The arm stays uh, lit as I like punch the uh, the guard and the flame leaps like it goes around him and goes to the next one. Amazing. Um, does Entangle drive any rolls for that or is it uh, just happening? It's a dex. Just confirm for me. Oh, sorry. Can I just ask you quickly what this um, does? Blanco recognize her having been at the Arcane Institute? Does he recognize? No. Okay. 
uh, it must succeed a strength saving throw. Strength saving throw, cool. Let's, uh, let's, let me roll that quickly. Just add... Give me one second. So let me do the punch. Uh, 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 dirty 20 for the, the punch. Beautiful. We love a good one of those. Yeah, we do. Uh, I rolled a nat 20 on the, uh, as well, on the, uh, entangled to, to dodge. To dodge, okay. Um, so he, uh, he, as they kind of begin entangling him, he does let go of the girl, uh, but then, like, pulls them, the vines, pulls them off of him um, as he, like, begins taking battle stance to try and draw um, his scimitar. Um, as you rush forward and you smack the other one, uh, you do hit. Can you please roll damage for me? And uh, so it's standard unarmed damage, which I believe is strength modifier plus one, but you get an extra 1d4 because of your arm. So, uh, whoa, whoa, say that again. I wasn't So, strength this. modifier plus one is okay, the so, standard damage. So three. And, and then, then plus one D4. And then plus whatever it was for green flame blade as well. Two. Uh, so, that's five. Yeah. And then it's one D8 plus my spellcasting modifier. Cool. Go for it. Roll that. Seven uh, plus three. Uh, ten. Uh, so, the guy that, like, ripped. Yeah, no, so it's two separate people, though. Yeah. So um, one guy takes five, and then the guy who's just, like, ripped the vines off yeah. gets, like, instantly, like, set on fire. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, amazing. So um, the the guy who you run and punch, you just one-shot him. Like, he was not expecting that to happen. It happens in a flash. You blast him with your giant mechanical arm. Uh, steam kind of erupts outwards as you do, as you put all your force into it. And you punch him so hard that you smack his head through his head into the wall and you collide like just completely like smashes him. He crumples to the ground completely unconscious. The other guy um, begins getting like covered in flames. He's like, ah, ah, what the fuck? As he does this, can you all please roll initiative? Shit. Oh. I swear we leave oh, alone fuck. for like a minute. <laughs> are you well this tracks okay <laughs> i'm not I'm, I'm close behind you it's all right so currently you have uh evis blanco and geo about uh 10 feet away uh you've got rom uh you're kind of stood with uma in between uh you and the uh and, and the other guard who's kind of like on fire a bit and he's kind of patting out the flames at this point in time cool Let's, uh, let's go with the initiative. So, anyone 20 to 25? 20 to 15? 15. Geo. Oh, same. Geo. Uh, 15 to 10? 13. Oh, I need to roll for it. Roll as well. Cool. Um, next is 10 to, 10 to 5? 8. 8. Four, uh, five. Awesome. So, I rolled a nat one. Uh, I also rolled a nat one. There we go. Can it's I already use causing trouble in our city? <laughs> our Pardon? Can I use bark? Can you can you do what, sir? Can I use bark? Yes, you reaction? can use bark. Yep. So um, he's going to make his uh, what what saving throw is it? Is it wisdom saving? It is a wisdom saving throw or be frightened until you... Uh, yep. 
Beautiful. Uh, he rolled an 18 uh, total. 18, yeah. Not frightened? No. Cool. Uh, as uh, as Rom boom, blasts out the first one uh, and kind of turns to the second and the flames kind of leap onto him, you hear Blanco uh, Bl- behind. <laughs> Barks very loud and it echoes through the alley. Um, and Uma, uh, the, the, the girl, kind of is like, ah, you know, kind of cowers away just ever so slightly uh, from this moment. Cool. First up is Gio. I step in front of Evis instinctually and see what Rom has done and, and also have heard Blanco's aggressive reaction and that, that imbues me with courage. And so I cast command against the guard. Oh, you beast. Amazing. And so with command, um, you have to, it's a 13 wisdom saving throw. That's a nine, you failed. Okay. so as I cast command, mm-hmm. in a not very geo voice, I say, retreat. He kind of, you know, was was he he like half was between reaching for his scimitar and like his hat, and uh, he stops for a second, and just kind of is like okay, and kind of just begins like backing off with his hands like raised and uh, and starts. You know, he will say straight away he moves about five feet backwards. Come over to us. Come here. Are you saying that to? To Uma? the girl. To the girl, amazing. Uh, the girl kind of stops for a second. Are you okay? Looks at you and goes, one second. She's actually second in the initiative order, so this looks perfectly. She turns to the guard, pulls a whip from her side and it unravels as she does as she spirals it around herself you can see that it basically like creates this like almost a tornado of leather uh, and as you guys see it now in full flame at the end of it there's three different uh like strands that break off from the main whip um and they kind of break off and they have metal spikes like as they come away she basically whips it around his neck and pulls him in close as she does she's like don't you ever Touch me like that again, and just blasts him uh, with a punch as well. That's a Luma. And she absolutely nails him. As she does, she smacks him. Um, as she does, she kind of pulls the whip away. He like almost rotates off his feet, head kind of folds and crunches against the concrete. Uh, as you hear like a, and uh, he falls limp to the ground uh, out cold. You see her. We're out of initiative, by the way. You guys, initiative is done. <coughs> and uh, and she <sighs> whips the whip back around, ties it around her waist, puts it through her belt loops, and kind of locks it in tight. Turns around, she's like, thank you so fucking much. Those guys are fucking pigs. I did not steal a fucking thing. At this moment, Blanco goes, one moment, and he takes the hemp rope from his pack mm-hmm. and binds the the guy because he's knocked unconscious but he doesn't want him to like wake up and and get out and binds him um beautiful uh you can see which one are you binding the one that's kind of slumped up against the wall at the yeah. moment or the one that's like 
in the center of the alley. Then, no, the one room. that got the least attack, the one that was sort of yeah. like just. You you wrap him up. You tie a tight knot. You know, the, you, you you saw for doing his knots when you were on the uh, <laughs> when you're on the ship, and you use one of the new knots that you saw, and you yeah, since that bad boy tight, um, and his limp body kind of just is very malleable with however you wanna. However, you're kind of doing whatever you know. I, one I, of, what, whatever I, I slice off the remaining rope and go over to the other guy and find the second one. There, they will not move now. These knots are amazing. <laughs> as you uh, as you tie them tight, uh, he he basically uh, the the guard um, you know that was uh, that that kind of pivoted and landed on in the center of the alley uh, kind of murmurs but uh, but doesn't awake it's just like uh, and uh, is and she's kind of like ah explain yourself to I, us yeah, so we can it, understand wait, wait, that was insight. amazing did you see that Abbas? yes you can see if she was stealing something or not <laughs> yeah that's what i was saying. it's incredible <sighs> uh, the knots are from Alpha. dirty 20. amazing uh with the dirty 20 you look at this girl, and when she says, I didn't steal anything, too solid, yeah. you see the smallest, just the smallest, raise of the corner of her mouth. As if there was maybe, maybe if it hadn't have been su suppressed much better, a smirk. Um, yeah, right. Um, come on, you know the drill. Whatever's 50-50 for a team. I, I didn't. I didn't take anything. Why? Why would I take anything? The guards are fucking everywhere, and I'm not gonna fucking take anything. What do Aluma, I have to take? Come on, it's me. She looks at you for a second. She goes, "What did you just call me?" Aluma, uh, did you get your head rattled? Do you not know your own name? I know my name, but no one calls me by my full name. I don't know you. How do you know my name? You what? What? Mm. Arcane Institute for 40 years. I have never been to the Arcane Institute and I am not 40. How dare you? Sorry, didn't mean like that. But um, the more pressing. My name is Uma. Do not call me Aluma. That is my mother. Oh. I am Uma. Oh. Do you know my mother by chance? Yeah, sorry. I uh, you just look like or identical to her. Uh, she takes a moment, then kind bump, of pauses bump. for a second and goes, "Or did you know her?" What do you mean? She's not. Is she unwell? Is she, no, she's not. She. Well, she never spoke of you, but I mean, if you know, you've got to know that she's been dead for. A long time. Uh, the red flickers to a, that familiar somber orange. Um, and I don't know. Yeah, uh, doesn't say a word, just embraces. Uh, you wrap her up and she's like, oh, God, what is it with people touching me today? Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'm so sorry. Like, I knew your mom so well. Did you? She never spoke of what? What is your name? Uh, Rom Romulus. She'll probably know me. Um. Please tell me your dad's not Malcolm. Yeah. Of course, she had more sense than that. Um. Yeah. I mean, she leans in. 
like looks over her shoulders at the guards. Yeah, he's a fucking dick. I know yes, that. He's, a he's an absolute dick. I know that. But what, like, yeah, obviously, we, everyone who knows him knows that. We all went to school together. Oh, you're a school friend. Yeah. Oh, lucky for her. I didn't. I didn't really go to school, so yeah. Okay, cool. That's 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 kick ass. Well, pleasure to meet you. Thank thank you guys for for helping me. Um, uh. You okay? Do you need some food or something? Uh, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm, I'm about to head to go do something. Actually, I appreciate you all taking the time to, you know, stop and help me. And uh, she kind of looks for a second. She's like, uh, you, you know what? Uh, here, uh, reaches into uh, her, her tiny little, uh, her, her tiny little like uh, Daisy Duke red Daisy Duke shorts and pulls out um, like a, 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 basically a, a, a fan of pieces of paper basically and goes um look i i don't have anything to repay you now um here, here uh take these there's um there, there there's like a party tonight um in uptown um the, the, there's a party um it's it's at uh, an underground club it's it's quite you know exclusive and you know it's 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 very you know she kind of looks at you all for a second and goes unless you more like me and kind of gestures to uh, to her get up and is like, uh, but here, th these were my spare tickets. I was going to give them to my friends, but as you guys saved me, just make your way to 10 Bedmouth Street and uh, 10 Bedmouth Street. Um, you, you'll know it's happening because you, you just got to find the manhole cover. There's only one manhole cover uh, in Bedmouth Street. If you find the manhole cover, just, just go down through there and Look, I would love to see you there and, and talk a bit more. Yeah, um, I'd love to catch up. As a, uh, you know, yeah, and catch up, that would be great. Yeah. Um, I, I have somewhere to be. Uma, to, Uma yeah. one moment before you go. We, we need to uh, to stash these guys. We, we cannot leave them here out in plain sight. Gio, my my friend, help me. Wake, which, is there a doorway Fuck these guys, let them wake up in their own shame. Why would we, why would we even give them the satisfaction of not having other guards find them, having will, their asses kicked. Let's just fucking leave them. Fuck will, these guys. Will we not create a, a problem for ourselves if they are discovered soon? I mean, are they both alive? I can, yeah. uh, I can, I can. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Um, insight check, investigation, perception. You can go investigate the, the two guards. Yes, Evers. I'm thinking. Dirty mm. tunnel. Hold on, let me check levitate really quickly. Hmm, I like. Oh yeah, <laughs> you don't need crutches. <laughs> I could just levitate this guy. I mean, well, I mean, you see, I could just levitate this guard somewhere else until they come to, and we'll, we'll be far gone by then. Maybe onto one of the I, that, I was thinking the exact same thing. You see her for a second. Buen idea. Buen idea. You know what? Usually, I like leaving them in their, in, you know, in their own shit to deal with it. But you know what? You're right. I, I, they, they know too much about me and you guys. Yeah. And uh, and she turns to Rom. Uh, is is that one breathing? Uh, Dirty Tony says. Uh, the one in the center of the alley is no longer breathing. The one that is slumped up against the wall is uh, is definitely uh, is definitely still alive. Has it been more than a minute? And does anyone have a spare diamond? It has been probably about two, three minutes. Oh, yeah. Don't worry then. Um, 
shit. I say he's dead. He's, he's dead. Oh, Is that the one I killed or she killed? She killed. Oh, that's kind of cold. Can I go? Can I go up to him and cast? Uh, if I cast Revivify, can he stay unconscious? Do you have a diamond? Also, it's got to be within a minute. It's been two. Yeah. That's what I was asking. Oh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. No, I don't have a diamond. Uh, I'll take what about gentle repose? You, you, sorry, what was that, Blake? I was gonna say if someone had gentle repose, I have whatever that guy stabilize. Because I would stabilize him. Yeah, I have gentle repose, so I can cast. Well, well not stabilize him, but, but he will. You, you can like hold him so they can be revivified later. Like yeah. he's like you know sort of stasis, sort of some kind of dead. Yeah, I have gentle repose, and I I go, I have I pull out. A, uh, a little bag and it has some salt in it and I ask Avis for a Avis do you have one more of those copper pieces that we gave to to Ivan down on the dock uh, I've got an idea yeah yeah absolutely but do you still want me and and they they like balance themselves on like the one crutch um and then grab the other oops sorry, I didn't mean to knock my mic uh grab the other with their free hand to pass the yeah, yes, and I, I do. Still, I still think your idea is the right one. Yeah, but let's make sure he's not. Let's make sure he doesn't die. Get rid of the one that's alive. Definitely, yeah. the the one that's dead. Fuck him. Like, well, there's nothing we can do about that at this point. You know, that, that's this. No, no. I'm gonna. We'll get rid of the one that's alive, and I'll cast gentle repose on the other one. And let's get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I've got things I need to do. Yes. Two things. Please don't tell your dad you saw me. Uh. Ah. Uh, I had a really two, bad two, two things back to you. I won't. Secondly, what the fuck do you think makes I want to tell him anything about this? This, If I told him this happened, I would be just as fucked as you. Like, not doing that. But Don't you. worry. And then take this seed. Yeah, I take one of the seeds off my tree. Thank you. Just keep it safe. And then she looks at you. All right. Um, and kind of stuffs it into a back pocket. Um, uh, Right, if you guys can uh, deal with this, I'll catch you maybe later tonight. Uh, oh, party starts at 10 p.m. Um, I'll, I'll maybe catch you guys tonight? Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. yeah. Sounds great. Okay. Okay. Will uh, they let me in? Yeah, of course. They'll let anyone in. Yeah, and you look kick-ass. Okay. Uh, and she, she just Thanks, turns Uma. and starts, like, booking it down You're the kick alley, ass. She turns back around and kind of smiles and waves a little bit. She's kick-ass! As she rounds the corner and disappears from sight, and you're left with uh, two guards' bodies. Blumko is just a bit confused by him. That, this, this is so strange. Uh, can I take... Would it be... Is it going to be like an arduous task to take his armor off him? No! I'll no. take his armor off him, so even if he is a dead body, not to see a dead guard, to see a dead person. Okay. Um, Let's talk about this. So... As you begin taking pieces of armor off of him and you remove his chest piece and his shoulders, and then you remove his, you know, his belt with his scimitar and his leg guards and his boots, you take off his hat and you can see that uh, he had like a thin, like mohawk that shaved very low to his head. Can I ask you a question? Do you go to remove the kabuki mask from his Yeah, face? yeah, I do. Amazing. As you grip onto the kabuki mask and lift, you feel his head kind of lift with you, but it does come away. As it falls back down, what you see is quite shocking. You can see that this guard underneath his kabuki mask has had his nose completely severed 
off and is just two open holes in his face. You can also see that this guard's mouth has been stitched shut. You can see that it is completely stitched shut and that the skin has almost healed together where his lips are. Okay, so it wasn't like us doing that damage of taking his nose. Like, that's prior. You're not sure, but what you do know is that he definitely spoke to you. He definitely spoke to you. Oh. I assumed it was someone that didn't speak. Um, huh. Okay. Oh. Guys, this guy's... This... Yeah, you oh. seeing this? Wow. Wow. Crap. Evis, I don't know if you want to see this. Yeah. And I don't want to see it. I'm... No, I've... I've definitely seen a little bit too, too many gruesome things uh i think it's best you you turn your face and and you deal with the the other essay i hastily yeah. put the uh armor search into my pack uh evis how are you levitating this this other tied up guard who's still kabuki mask on helmet or all, all, all the good stuff is there like a seat I can I can like pop onto for a second. Great question. Uh, for you to sit down, or like a like yeah like on a on a on like a like a crate or a barrel of some sort. Not to be confused with the store crate and barrel. There's one hundred percent like some some like um, steps. You know like you know people's doorways are near you and there's some steps that you can okay, sit on. Uh, there's definitely you know the odd uh, the odd crate and things like that on this album as well. Yeah, it just because I. I I'm still not sure of like, okay, I'm not sure if I can like stand and do this right now. So, um, yeah, I like pop a squat on like, just kind of shuffle over and pop a squat. And then ca when I cast levitate, it is like kind of, you know, one of those like, uh, and then just like channel as much energy as I can with my bad arm mm. um, to, to like, See if I can start levitating this this boy. He's under five hundred pounds, right? Oh, he's, yeah, he's, he's okay. He's great. not a big guard. <laughs> he's, he's he's not he's not a big boy. He, I mean, I I'm playing through Skyrim right now, and some of those big boys, you never know. <laughs> yeah, so hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, you manage to kind of lift him up as you do. The usual kind of like wind that you use to like lift things, and that you've used to cast this before comes with a bit of like smoke to it and uh, and you see like like bits of kind of lightning crackling around uh, the, the the smoke as you do and as it begins to lift him you see him like every now and then as almost like he's receiving small little shockies um, from uh, from your your, your levitate um, how where, where do you move this this body the the buildings around you are yeah. about um, 30 feet high. Oh, perfect. Um, yeah, so with this, hold on, let me show you. Up to 20 feet. Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, hmm. Uh, I can. Is there like a canopy or like a ledge or something that's kind of like inconvenient? There is. There's definitely, uh, there's definitely, like I said, some people have got like open windows. Um, you can see that some people have like, um, I guess, like verandas. And stuff that are like open so yeah you could definitely put it on someone's like veranda or something like that for sure 
Yeah, yeah, I love predicaments. Okay, great. So, uh, yeah, Ebis just kind of like, yeah, this guy sucks. Okay, no. Um, and just levitates them up and then, like, kind of a little bit too forcefully almost, like, pushes them onto one of the, the verandas nearby and then just, like, drops the guard onto the onto the veranda like as you uh, as you push him he kind of hits the wall of the building and then slams down onto the veranda himself and you just hear again just a it's kind of silent for a second as you all kind of wait to see if the veranda is going to hold it holds but uh, you hear him just uh, <laughs> yeah. um and at that moment we're going to cut to downtown where we have R&R and Toad. Okay. So uh, as you guys kind of make your way through standard downtown, it's the same as you guys remember it. Uh, it's, you know, gloomy. Um, however, there's people, you know, everywhere. It's still that same kind of community vibe that you guys, you know, have come accustomed to. All the eyes are on you, but you're part of this community. It's not like they're judging you. They're there uh, watching some of their own. And as you arrive at sheer horniness, um, the uh, the beauty parlor uh, that you guys work out of, um, you guys can see um, the, the classic sign kind of flashing um, and uh, you both kind of take a second before going in. You guys are home. Oh, Amazing. You said, you said sheer, sheer horniness, right? You said sheer horniness? Yeah, sheer horniness. It is a it is a beauty parlor for it it's for tieflings. It's for um it's for like centaurs, satyrs, anyone that got horns, hooves, nails, you know, all gills. that kind of stuff. Gills. Yeah. Yeah, gills, Claws. all that I kind get of a, stuff. Exactly. A, a paddy. I might get a, a manicure. <laughs> so um yeah, it's a beauty center for clawed, horned, and hooved clients is uh, is is their main their main thing. And uh, I'll just say, because you would know this, Toad and R&R, it's run by uh, Karna. Um, let me get this name. Let me get pronunciation right. It's Karna Svetherin. Svetherin. Yeah. Karna Svetherin. And uh, she's blind, right? If I'm remembering. She is a blind, older tiefling woman. Yeah. Ooh. Thank you so much for watching this episode of the Skyrim. We really hope you enjoyed seeing our players uh, defend Uma Carlisle, this mysterious young girl who uh, Rom has some sort of connection with, might have known her, her mother in a previous life and things like that. Um, but as they continue to venture deeper into this ginormous city, the People's Republic, we look forward to catching you guys in the next episode. But if you've enjoyed any of these episodes or the story so far, Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, follow us on Twitch um, in whatever way you wish to support us. Furthermore, we do now have a Discord server um, where you can basically interact with Tom and I and uh, the other players and the Hat D team. Furthermore, we post a lot of behind the scenes content, art from the stream early. And also if you happen to like talking about mixed martial arts, MMA, we have a whole section of the Discord specifically geared towards that. Final thing is we do now have a newsletter of holding that we're releasing once every two weeks. In that newsletter, you get free D&D supplements. You also get um, updates on uh, things that we're doing as the Hat D team. 
You also get updates and the opportunity to give feedback on our Airship Combat Kickstarter that is coming very soon. And finally, you also get entered in every family-made XL Dice giveaway that we're doing. We make dice now. Crazy, right? So if you want to join that as well, there will be a link in the description for that as well. Otherwise, thank you so much for watching. We really, really appreciate it. And we'll catch you guys in the next episode.